Welcome to the second installment of Midweek Minis. In this episode, we'll be looking at the uh, 1960s television western Gunsmoke. Uh, what a lot of people didn't know, and I myself didn't either, Gunsmoke was actually a long-time running radio show. In fact, it ran from uh, April 26th of 1952 through June 18th of 1961, and for five years, it actually coincided at the same time with the uh, television series. So, uh, yeah, there's something I, I, I was totally unaware of that. Um, the, the guy that played uh, Matt Dillon on the radio was William Conrad, who later would be on Cannon and Jake and the Fat Man. Um, that, that's who had portrayed uh, Matt Dillon on the radio episodes. And then, of course, in 1955 is when we have the uh, television show. Uh, Gunsmoke first aired on September 10th of 1955. And its final episode was on March 31st of 1975. So it ran a full 20 years. Over that 20 years, uh, they actually shot 635 episodes. And if you're like me... You remember Gunsmoke? Um, I, I, I kind of watch it a lot lately. Um, and not just in preparation of this uh, episode. But uh, Gunsmoke, for a while, was 30 minutes and then expanded to an hour. And it had always been in black and white. And then, at one point, it uh, turned color. So, uh, let me kind of give you the episode breakdown in case you're curious. 635 total episodes, 233 of them were the 30-minute varieties, uh, there were 402 one-hour episodes, with 176 of those being in black and white, and 226 in color. Uh, the show reached its number one slot, its pinnacle, uh, during its third season, and uh, it ran from then until 1961. It stayed in the uh, number one spot. And if you're like me, if you're thinking you remember a TV show that was Gunsmoke, had the same characters and everything, it was just called Marshall Dillon instead of Gunsmoke. Let me tell you why that is. At one point, uh, CBS would rerun the uh, half-hour episodes. Uh, let's see, that was from 1961 through 64, and again, not that I was alive then, but uh, they do still have some of them uh, branded and titled as uh, Marshall Dillon. But what they would do is they were in syndication, and they would also rerun them on CBS on Tuesday nights between 61 and 64. So that's why, yeah, sometimes you'll see an episode of Gunsmoke, but they call it Marshall Dillon, and that's why. Now, in uh, in my opinion, the black and white episodes are better. 
I'm not really sure why I feel that. Um, I actually like the 30-minute episodes better. Um, the ones that are an hour are sometimes drawn out longer than they need to be. And it's... I don't know. I guess if you're a true fan, you'd want an hour. But I uh, I just like the 30-minute episodes better. Um, one thing I personally feel... You know, last week, we talked about Bonanza. And Bonanza usually had a uh, a happy ending, a good feel to it. Gunsmoke wasn't always that way. Um, the culprit would, would be brought to justice, but, you know, only after, you know, he killed half the town or four or five people. So, to me, Gunsmoke was a little darker than Bonanza. At least, <clears throat> that's been my thought on the process. And I think... The ones in color were even darker, pardon the pun, um, darker than the ones in black and white. I think uh, we saw... Now, the research says I'm incorrect in my assumption, but I could have sworn the ones in color were more violent than the ones in black and white. Um, again, you know, I'm not certain why I feel that. It was just always... Always my perception of that. So, now that we've talked a little bit about the show, of course, uh, again, these these uh, midweek minis are designed primarily for fans. I'm not trying to educate a new generation to uh, as to these shows and how they functioned and everything like that. That's just not what these are for. Um, Gunsmoke... It was, like I said, a little more violent, I think, than Bonanza, but it was really character-driven. Uh, you had, you had, you know, four four basic main characters throughout the whole show. You had uh, Matt Dillon, who was the, uh, you know, no-nonsense federal marshal. You had Miss Kitty, played by Amanda Blake, who uh, was, I mean, they never come out and say it, but yeah, she's a madam. I mean, she's got girls working for her at the Long Branch. So, uh, you've got Doc, Doc Adams, who, uh, you know, old country doctor, you know, kind of the sage of the town and everything. He's played by Milburn Stone. And then the fourth wheel kind of varied. It, uh, it rotated. They went through several actors and characters, uh, rounding out that fourth, uh, character. In the beginning, it was Chester Good, played by Dennis Weaver. And he was pretty good. He was, uh, he was a real big, soft-hearted guy, way too nice to be a lawman. Um, didn't have it in him to, uh, you know, get in a fight or kill anybody if he had to. And basically, as I watched the show, he was really just Matt's flunky. Everything was Chester, fix the coffee. Chester, feed the prisoner. Chester, saddle the horses. And he was just, yeah, I mean, he was just Matt's gopher is all he was. Then we saw that role kind of be start to be fulfilled by Quint Asper, played by Burt Reynolds. 
Uh, Quinn Asper was actually the blacksmith there in town, but he was uh, he was a tough guy to take care of himself. And he would help Matt as needed when Matt needed a deputy and things like that. So, Quint was on for a while, and then I guess Burt Reynolds started, you know, wanting to be, be out on his own. So, then they got the best of them all. That's where we get Festus. Now, Festus came into the show in the ninth season, or the twelfth season, I can't remember. But, uh, and he didn't actually replace Quint right away. Because there are a lot of episodes where Quint and Festus would get into some misadventures. And, uh, actually they were pretty good episodes. Now, uh, Festus was played by Ken Curtis, who was also in a lot of the John Ford westerns. Uh, in fact, he was actually John Ford's, uh, son-in-law. He was in, uh, The Alamo with John Wayne, and, uh, you know, he was in a lot of, uh, the John Ford Westerns. And then, they they pretty much stuck with that cast forever, uh, throughout the remainder of the show. Festus stayed, and Festus was always my favorite. I guess he still is. And, uh, now that we've talked a little bit about the character... Well, Doc, Doc and Festus, let me kind of, you know, regress here a little bit. Doc and Festus had a love-hate relationship that was just, it was great. Uh, the Doc, Festus was illiterate, uh, came from the hill folk and was, you know, just really pretty much hillbilly. And, uh, you know, stereotypical quintessential hillbilly. And, you know, he was, so he was, you know, somewhat ignorant. Um, and it would make Doc so mad because they'd argue, I mean, they'd argue about everything, philosophy, checkers, everything. So the running jabs between Doc and Festus throughout the entire show, uh, I really think they contributed as much to the show as anything. Uh, the plot lines were pretty simple. There's a criminal. There's a killer. Matt's got to kill him. And, you know, that, that that's all there is to it. Uh, he'd track him down. Sometimes there'd be a posse. Sometimes the person would just come to town. And But, yeah, it always wound up with, uh, you know, Matt dropping the hammer on somebody. Or uh, he's always good in a fist fight. Of course, it, he was 6'7". James Arness was 6'7". And... We'll talk a little bit about the actors that portrayed these characters here in a moment, but right now I want to kind of talk about the characters themselves. And Miss Kitty, it's... As to whether or not Matt and Miss Kitty had an actual physical relationship is still somewhat ambiguous. You never see anything that overtly suggests it on the screen, but at the same time, you kind of know, maybe in the back of your mind, you're you're assuming they did. But again, they never, I don't think they ever even kissed once uh, on the entire season. But uh, I kind of glossed over Kitty for a second, and so I wanted to circle back to her. Kitty was, like I said, she was the madam. Uh, she was also the owner of the uh, Long Branch Saloon which is where they would all gather. So in a way, 
she was kind of the glue that tied all four of the main characters together. Because they would always meet at her saloon, you know, anytime they were going to socialize. Or if there was a scene where they were going to, you know, talk about what they were going to do, that's where they would advance the plot, would be at the uh, saloon. And she was, like I said, a very astute business lady. She, uh, you know, owned the uh, biggest saloon in town. She, uh, she could spot, she could read people better than anybody. She could spot a criminal or a grifter or anything. The, the, the second they hit town, she was on it and she could recognize that. So those are the characters. Now let's talk about the, a little bit about the actors that portrayed them. And of course, let's start with Matt, uh, played by uh, James Arness, who, by the way, in case you guys didn't know it, is the brother of Peter Graves. And uh, so, yeah, it's... Situation where he was actually in The Thing, the original The Thing, uh, because he was the only guy that could fit in the suit. And uh, he was the only one the uniform would fit, so they would put him in that. And let's see here. What else was I going to tell you about him? Um, let's see here. My notes just disappeared, so uh, one moment. Okay, yeah, here we go. I'm sorry. Um, he was born uh, May 26, 1923 in Minneapolis, Minnesota. And he died June 3rd, 2011 at age 88 in Los Angeles. Um, he was actually a uh, war hero. Now, his family was of German and Norwegian descent. And uh, for some reason, it was he just decided he wanted to go into acting. Now, like I said, he was a... Uh, War hero in World War II. Actually had three bronze stars. Uh, he did suffer at the Battle of Anzio. Uh, on Anzio Beachhead, he was with the 2nd Platoon E Company. And uh, he was always the first man to be ordered off the landing craft because he was 6'7". And they do that to determine the water, the depth of the water. If it came up to his waist, and then they'd go ahead and let everybody else... If it was any deeper, they'd, you know, kind of hold back. Or at least let you know what you're getting into. Uh, he went to, uh, he did, he was suffered severe. Uh, he got shot several times in the leg. That's why if you'll notice, he has almost as pronounced a limp as Chester, played by Dennis Weaver. And he would mostly, his leg would mostly act up anytime he had to ride a horse. So sometimes you might notice in the very later years, he didn't ride a horse a lot of the time. I mean, he did, but, you know, it was just one of those things if he could get by without it. Uh, his best friend was actually uh, John Wayne. And John Wayne was who they originally wanted for the role, but he's like, I'm John Wayne. I don't do television. As rightly he should tell them, because he's John Wayne. But he said, I know a guy. And this kid named uh, James Arness. Uh, let's let him portray it. And so, uh, some of you probably knew this. John Wayne actually introduced the series back in 55. He made an on-screen appearance before the first episode. Uh, you know, basically, I'm John Wayne. 
Uh, I don't star in this show, but I'd kind of like to, but it, I just had other stuff going on. However, I can tell you that you guys are going to like this show, and it introduces James Arness. And like we had talked about on Bonanza last week, the show, the main characters, or the main the actors, were not household names by any means. Not at all. And they uh, used a lot of prominent guest stars to draw in that star attraction, just like Bonanza was doing. Well, actually, they were before Bonanza. Bonanza came on, when did we say, 59? And uh, Bonanza, uh, Gunsmoke started in 55, so it actually predated Bonanza. And in my opinion, it's it's a better show. I, I, I like it far better than Bonanza. But now, Amanda Blake who played Kitty, she was with the show almost all the way. She actually quit before the last season. She actually, uh, she said she was tired of the work, tired of the commute. She'd had cancer, which she overcame. And then, I don't know if anybody's my age, say the 50 plus crowd, you remember there was a big controversy about whether or not she had died of AIDS. Some people said it was cancer. Turns out the best they can determine it was from a complication of AIDS. Some type of uh, uh, liver liver um, problem from AIDS. So, But it's not listed as that on our death certificate. So nobody still knows to this date if Miss Kitty died of AIDS. Which back in that time was a huge stigma. Let's see, when she passed away... It was in, let's see here. She, yeah, 1989. So uh, she passed away in 1989 at Mercy General Hospital in Sacramento, California, at the age of 60. So she wasn't really that old, you know, relative to what people were living. And, but uh, the only thing she was ever really in was gun smoke. And so she, now she did come back one time. There were five movies, TV movies that appeared after the series wrapped up. Uh, She does return to play Miss Kitty in Gunsmoke, Return to Dodge, and that was in 85, and then she died in 89. And it was uh, the last time she would be on screen. So, but on the show, they never really explained where Kitty went, or why. Uh, They just said she went back to New Orleans and let it go at that. And then Doc, played by Milburn Stone, was just Doc. I mean, Milburn Stone didn't really, wasn't in a whole lot of other things. He he was from Kansas, the state where they, uh, you know, where Dodge City's located. And I'm going to be honest, there's not a whole lot to tell you all about him. He had a few bit parts in other things. Now, he and James Arness were the only actors that appeared from beginning to end. Uh, They they, they were with the show the whole entire 20 years. Uh, There was where he had to take a little bit of a hiatus. There was a spot where he had to take a hiatus because he suffered a major heart attack and had to have some reconstructive heart surgery. And during that time, Pat Hingle stepped in and uh, portrayed the doctor. Now, on the show, 
I remember them saying at one point the reason Doc Adams wasn't there was he had gone back to St. Louis to, you know, further his education, kind of brush up on new techniques and things like that. So he was gone for a few episodes, and that was how they wrote that into the show, his absence. And then there's Festus, uh, played by Ken Curtis, who, like I told you, was the uh, son-in-law of John Ford. Uh, Ken Curtis was actually a very accomplished singer and musician. He uh, played with, or I'm sorry, he sang for the uh, Tommy Dorsey Band back in 40 to 41. Then he, too, entered, entered the war from 41 to 43. And once he got out, he uh, went back to uh, singing uh, with big bands and things like that. Uh, he also joined Sons of the Pioneers, a Western group. And he was actually uh, put into the uh, Western Heritage Hall of Fame right here in Oklahoma City. He was actually out there for the induction ceremony. And I think the same is said of uh, James Arness. I know John Wayne, John Wayne uh, of course, was out there. He, John Wayne actually opened it. And I tell you something as a little kid kind of segue in here, but I'll get back. When I was a little kid, if, if, if you grew up in Oklahoma City, you had the obligatory school field trip to, we just called it the Cowboy Hall of Fame. Um, it was actually Cowboy Hall of Fame and National Western Heritage Museum, you know, something about 10, 10 words long. But uh, we were in the first or second grade, and I remember it was me and my friend Michael Burgess. And we were there, and the you know, they're leading you through the little guided tour. And the tour guide told us, as a group, man, you guys should have been here yesterday because John Wayne was here to, uh, you know, commemorate his uh, donation to the museum of his Kachina dolls. He was opening, a, they opened up an exhibit regarding his Kachina dolls, his personal collection. And so it was a bummer knowing you missed John Wayne by one day. I'm, I'm still kind of mad about that. You want to know the truth? But anyway, let me get back to Gunsmoke. And uh, so Festus, of course, was my favorite character. And I don't think Festus ever returned in any of the five movies made after this fact. Uh, I, I just don't remember seeing him any. And it's not mentioned that he did here. And so that kind of tells you about the characters and the people that portrayed them. Now, the show itself was, I mean, major, major famous. It was it was the King Kong daddy of the time. In fact, uh, if you guys will remember, your Gilligan's Island, there was an episode in which Gilligan dreamed that he was Matt Marshall Dillon. In fact, they even used the Gunsmoke set, which, by the way, was in Canab, Utah, is where the uh, all the exteriors were filmed. But they actually used the Gunsmoke set on that episode of Gilligan. And uh, that was kind of amusing. But it was ironic, too, because it was also... Uh, rumor has it that uh, the reason Gilligan's Island got canceled was because they needed to bump it out of the time slot for Gunsmoke. Now, I'm not sure if I'm buying that. 
I think they, because they could have put, they could have just put Gilligan in another time slot. So I don't know. It depends on who you ask as to whether or not that was uh, actually the case. So uh, again, I try to keep these mini episodes under 30 minutes. So that's going to kind of wrap it up. If you've never seen Gunsmoke, I strongly suggest that you do. Um, if you're younger, you might not like it because it's it's somewhat predictable. I mean, like I say, you don't have to be Gil Grissom to figure out who the bad guy is. Uh, but give it a watch if you haven't seen it. If you're an older person like myself and you remember it well, uh, it comes on on TV Land and MeTV. You can catch it there daily and... Uh, Give it a watch. Uh, I think they're running the 30-minute episodes on uh, on MeTV and the hour episodes on TV Land, I believe. So give those a shot. Look them over. Uh, tell us what you think here. Rantings of the Fat Man at Yahoo.com. Once again, that's Rantings of the Fat Man at Yahoo.com. Uh, you guys be good. Take care. I thank you for listening and we will have another, uh, midweek mini coming out next Wednesday. Thank you.